welcome back to the Good Stuff Podcast with me, Kevin. And me, Izzy. Join us as we stumble through 20 minutes or so searching for the good stuff going on in the world to remind ourselves that not everything is going to shit. So we're back, everyone. Season two! Although no one asked us to come back. No. We're back. Um, it's been a while. How long has it been? really didn't miss us. How long has it been? Months? Well, Two months? No, no, no. Way more than that, Kev. The last... It, you What we recorded in June came out in August. Yes. Because of some so really, strange we been time continuum. In, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a real shift in the portal there. Yeah, we, we, we slipped into a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound entirely right, does it? Um, so no, season two, episode one. I wasn't sure if it should be. No, it's one. Don't get it confused. Is one. Although quite like the eleven thing, one one. But yeah. let's just say season two. Oh, then there's three ones. Two, one two, and then one. We all know I'm really good with numbers. Hmm. Mm. Well, yeah. So here we are. We're back. We're back. Um, we've done loads of prep. <laughs> <laughs> We're changed people, everyone. We're changed people. Yeah, we really have. I'm just going to try not and... done a little triangle and let's do this. Okay, no, let's do this. So that was, what about this? That was my noise. I had to my noise. That was a noise because I had to readjust my microphone. And my cat is being really well behaved in this episode. So yeah, because she's sitting down over there, not giving uh, daggers to Izzy. So no, she's accepted it. So we are back this season. Season two will be ten episodes, believe it or not. Somehow, and we're going to be consistent. No, I'd say we're looking not. at Kevin in the eyeballs. <laughs> no, we are going, apart from Christmas, which might be impossible, we are going to and be Easter. Consistent. And there's that weekend in April, no, 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 but I think and then done by Easter. No, I don't know. I can't do the maths. Yeah, see, we're both good at numbers. Um, if you haven't listened to all the previous episodes, why not go and listen to them? Um, you can get us everywhere now. I think apart from on you BBC, can get you, us can, everywhere. You, you can't get us on BBC <laughs> Sounds. You can't get us on BBC. We have Sounds. not been hired by the Booker. I think I look like a poor man's Craig David. What, with your hat? Yeah. I'm not sure why you put a hat on. Why did you do that? Um, I'm not entirely sure either. Well, you weren't wearing one earlier. No. Did you want me to take a picture of you? No. Do you, do you think I look like yeah, I should I have a picture taken? you look so pretty right now. I look dreadful. We thought we'd talk about um, toxic positivity, which yeah, is a new... Yeah, then we changed our mind, but let's see whether we actually end up talking about it. Well, then Izzy suggested we talk about bananas. But no, I didn't say bananas. I used as an ex- like a you know, should we be light or should we and be heavy? Yeah. And I think we've got to be somewhere in between. We have, and we've dealt with quite a lot of the lighter side of things. I think and we never dealt with bananas. Just so we didn't know the banana lady never and did not she turn ghosted up. Us. No the, show. We are going to have guests. That's what I should say. The Good say. Stuff podcast has officially commissioned a good bacteria person to talk. Yes. Next time, which is actually next week. So who knows? This could be quite a quick turnaround. For yeah, once. That's true, actually, yeah. And, For once. And that will be about gut health and how that affects our well, our day-to-day and our mental health, really, Which I suppose, and our well-being. Which is a huge part of our well-being, yeah. Yeah, it's massive. Mm. Um, especially with all this talk about processed food as well. Everybody eating processed food. And, well, she may or may not cover that, but yes. But yeah, but she's also a goat lady. That's more important, actually. Yeah, because everybody yeah. loves goats. Don't, you can't no, not I don't know whether people really know that they goat. love goats, but by the end of this, they will. Have you seen goat yoga? No. This you, is a... This you, is, yeah, you go and do yoga and they just detail. release goats. They just release goats. 
and, and, you, and they jump the on top of you. you. Yeah, they jump on because you know goats love jumping on things. Yeah, they jump on top of you while she's trying like to do the yoga. But it's the yoga bit that I wasn't keen on. <laughs> I wasn't keen on the yoga bit. I was keen on the goat bit, but not the yoga bit. Anyway, I'm obsessing about goats, and I can't. I still okay. have, am I getting paid for every time I say the word goat? Yes, we thought we'd talk about toxic positivity. I have a uh, interesting sort of quote. Sorry, I've just gone onto my WhatsApp feed and I've just got a picture of Izzy's dad. So hello, Izzy's dad. Nice T-shirt. Um, <laughs> it was he Kevin's on, T-shirt. He on, well, yeah, he but I didn't just leave it on his floor him. one night. Who is very, very, very honoured that you Izzy's gave mum. him. Sorry, Izzy's mum. <laughs> your dad is... Your husband's wearing my T-shirt. So... This is my quote about uh, toxic positivity from somebody somewhere mm. said it once. While there are benefits to being optimistic and engaging in positive thinking, ignoring how you really feel is unlikely to end well. Toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive outlook. However, this is unrealistic. And sometimes it's more helpful to look at what is making you unhappy so you can try to change it. So we thought we'd talk about how the two of us um, as well as doing all sorts of other things that we have admitted in previous podcasts that we probably shouldn't have. Sniffing teacher's hair, going to armpits, gong showers. Oh, yeah, armpits. Oh, because that makes it so much better. Um, I'm sure I, I think I'm still sniffing petrol. Hmm. Um, oh, me too. We have also both found really good counsellors. Um, and we're lucky enough that we were able to choose who we wanted to go and see. Um, and I've been only doing it for maybe seven weeks i think you've been doing whereas it for i've while. been doing it for two years but i've had a bit of a four month stop yeah and it's uh, so we 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 before we started the podcast we were just discussing about how uh, i think as a nation we're being encouraged to talk more about our mental health problems um especially from a much younger age whereas when we were growing up um we're both in our 40s 30 something as my dad would say exactly um it just <laughs> wasn't a true. thing there wasn't really a school i mean you had a school nurse that was it i mean her or job was basically to give you a jab paracetamol. yeah and give you a jab um but it was never she never gave me a jab no i never got it actually but anyway i think kids nowadays are encouraged more to talk about their feelings and you were just saying you ever heard some well i suppose they were teenagers not kids at a bus stop and although they weren't talking yeah, necessarily about really mental health proud of them they what were they were saying quite emotionally intelligent yes very yeah. emotionally intelligent very um, mature and very i just wish i had had those conversations with my friends mm. when i was that age it was neither of our faults that we didn't have those conversations, but that I just love the fact that they are having better conversations when they're that age than we did. It doesn't have to have a label. It's mm. just that moment of time, that's how you're feeling. Yeah. And I know that's what I found talking to my counsellor, is that there'll be days when I go, gosh, I think I'm this because I'm really anxious, or I think I'm this. And, and she'll, just she say, she'll just say, but that's today. Yes. Now, if it's a repetitive pattern, yeah. then we can see if there is something recurring. But that's just today. So don't label yourself. Mm. But if you feel like you need help, reach out Mine's and get help. Mine's exactly the same, actually. I was going to say that. I think it's <gasps> the difference between... Maybe we've got the same one. The diff we haven't. <laughs> Probably not. Um, the, the, the difference between what you read about versus actually having your own personal counselling session is that you read about all of the various pigeonholes you could go into and then you sort of slightly work out whether you could be there or other people could be there or whatever the thing is. Um, but yeah, same. My counsellor has 
not said a single thing. I've been quite keen for her to try and label me in some yeah. way so that I can then do the research yeah. and find out all that sort of stuff. But she's not said a six. She's just said, no, no, not really. Yeah. And all the different things that I've been reading about separately to our session, she's like, yeah, no, not really, actually, because mm. it very much depends on you and your particular... So the thing which I read about a while ago now was to do different attachment things, whether you are an anxious attachment person or an avoidant one, a secure attachment, an anxious avoidant, all those things. And I was trying to see what she thought about where I might sit in that. And she said, well, no, basically you're operating from secure, but you can go in either direction at any point in time because that's Mm. what humans do. But do you think as a, do you think as human beings, we have a desire or maybe a necessity to feel part of a tribe, even if that's with yeah, a mental exactly. illness. Yeah, exactly. We want to have some kind illness. of label, yeah. ideally. Yeah. Um, and but, is I think- that, but I suppose what we're asking in this conversation is, is that dangerous? Is it dangerous to give ourselves labels? Well, actually, we were talking about toxic positivity, in this case, that label. But is it wrong to give ourselves a label if it's not a genuine medical diagnosis? Should we just go, do you know what, let's just talk. In the past, people would say, uh, well, in the past, people were particularly unkind about different people and mental illnesses, and they'd have you know names for them. But it should we just talk and just see what transpires? So what we were going back okay, to was toxic to. positivity, which is I, I I recently I've not been feeling particularly great. I've had quite a lot of anxiety, and actually, but that's because you've done a lot more counselling, which has brought all this out, yeah. which is good. It's, yeah. it's getting all of the um, yeah, stuff that's of, under the surface absolutely up and dealt with but the thing about toxic positivity and this is where i've picked up on this is that when i talk to people about something there'll be an instinct i think it's a human nature instinct to say everything will be okay or this is going to be all right or don't worry it will turn out okay or and actually more often than or not let's all look I on want, the bright side of life yeah, let's and, just do that yeah and more often than not what i actually want is validation mm. i don't need someone yeah. telling me it's I going agree, to be that's okay actually really shit. but yeah no so you just want some validation and you want someone to say yeah that is do you know what that is really rubbish and then when you're ready to unpack it we'll unpack it Mm. but 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 people just acknowledge you're feeling bad about this so i suppose what we're saying is don't feel the necessity i suppose this is what i'm thinking don't feel the necessity to always make someone feel better the most important thing is to be present and with them and listen and feel bad and let them feel bad and actually in a lot of our previous podcasts we've talked about hope or when we're feeling particularly low or the things we do and actually there are times when you just want to sit and feel a bit sorry for yourself and that's okay i think that's okay then thinking about it then trying to give someone the idea that they can then re-chart their course yeah, and re-educate Based themselves. Based on yeah. this yeah, you start negative fresh. emotion, how yeah. to then compost it into something that is a bit more positive so that ultimately the outcome is, yes, sit with that really bad feeling, work through it, but then turn it into something that's positive in the end. Don't yeah. feel eternally depressed about it. But also... I Do think- feel bad about it, but learn how to change that yeah. because you're not going to live very long if you spend most of your life depressed. No, agree. So I'm definitely of the camp positivity, but that positivity cannot be there the whole time. Yeah. But I also think you can just, I was thinking about this the other day, just talking, just literally the act of translating your thoughts into words and expressing those 
to somebody else, even if it's someone privately, if it's Samaritans or if it's a friend or a family member or someone you don't know, just being able to do that, that physical act of interpreting those thoughts or fears or feelings into actual words and getting them out Mm. somehow without much effort on your part or without much therapy you can you'll feel better you will inevitably feel better i do there have been the odd occasions where i've had a um, a counseling session where i've just talked i think i could have probably said that to anyone (laughs) and saved myself 50 quid exactly 100 quid that's not the point but yes yeah no and actually i mean we, we we shouldn't disclose too much of our private counselling sessions, but my counsellor said, you're one of my easier clients because you talk a lot. And I was like, thank you. Then you can, then you can <laughs> pay me. He's wearing a T-shirt which says chatty, by the way. Yeah. Then it's a jumper, but that's okay. Sorry, sorry, it's a jumper. Um, but And it's a ladies jumper. And it's a ladies, ladies. jumper. Although, who cares? <laughs> ladies, gents. I don't care. Who Doesn't... cares? Yeah. Um, in fact, I bought it with my boss. I don't know why. I think I bought it from a charity shop. Anyway, it's, it's slightly irrelevant. So toxic positivity, we agree, is not a good thing. We have done some reading up about it. We'll put a few articles on Instagram about it. Um, and we've got an article by a lady from Oxford University. So um, there you go. That's that's toxic positivity. Wow. Wow, there it is. Toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. Yeah, there it is. So don't be toxic. Be positive. So we're now to the segment that everybody has been missing. I know you've all been missing it. The random finger of good news. So we've got a, we've got another happy newspaper. Happy news. Yes. How many times am I going to say this? It's the happy no, news. No, it's the happy news. Go, Izzy. Stop. Stop. Here we go. What have we got? Give us give us some random good news, please. Give us some random. Oh, good news. you'd like this. Perfect. Pet who hears for deaf owner named Cat of the Year. Oh. A feline named Zebby has been given the award Cat's Protection National Cat of the Year due to his ability to alert his deaf owner to sounds around the house. It's pretty cool. You hear about hearing dogs. You, you don't like hear about hearing cats. Like Joey. Go on, carry on. The clever cat supports 66-year-old Genevieve Moss by tapping her when the phone rings, oh. when there's a knock at the door, and even when there's an unusual noise. See, I thought it was a thing that only dogs could do, but clearly cats can do See, it as well. See, smart. Debbie was awarded the title over thousands of other cats for going above and beyond his for his owner. He even brings her the post and her slippers. <laughs> the cat what, brings the pipe. slippers? Um, Genevieve said, I'm so proud of Zebby for showing the world how intuitive and caring cats can be. Are you listening, Joey? I'm st- sorry, can we just go back? How on earth does a cat bring slippers? A sorry, ha- sorry, how does a cat bring it's slippers? Well, it must have a really large mouth. Maybe it's I got, a, no, maybe it's got a little, like a trolley that it puts a little sash around its neck and pulls More it along. More information, please, yes, Emily. Yes, please. Right, pass me the paper. I want one. So, are you ready to say stop? Yes, in a minute. Oh, oh I just ripped it. Sorry, I, I, wasn't, I did it's a not. Brand new thing. I did not mean to rip it. Right, carry on. Oh, say stop. I see what you're doing. Stop. Say stop. Pointless. He's got the same page. Stop. Say stop. I have. Why do you always ruin it? <laughs> no one wants to see behind <laughs> the mask. Just something you wanted to. Artist creates grief rave kiosk. A what? Uh, well, they see. You should have been listening. A grief. Oh, no, a grief, a grief rave kiosk. I'm a bit concerned about this, but I'm going in. Here we go. Annie Frost Nicholson has created a joyful and interactive piece of art where people can go to dance their troubles away. Oh, okay. Where people can go and dance their troubles and grief away. 
The multidisciplinary artist unveiled her colourful kiosk di- disco, Fandango Discoteca, in Berlin, <laughs> where else, before displaying it at Festival 14 in London this July. I imagine that was last July. Maybe. Maybe this July. Well, well, yeah. The modified vintage K67 modular kiosk hosts mini discos, offering a safe space for individuals to connect, step out of their comfort zone, and process grief and trauma through dancing. I want to go there. Annie who lost oh this is okay this is a bit sad Annie who lost four members of her immediate family to a car crash in 2011 has dedicated her work to helping others process grief in 2021 she toured a painted ice cream van serving ice creams with packaging containing prompts to talk about grief and loss go Annie a later version of the project set up in Manhattan in 2022 saw initial grief raves hosted in memory of Annie's sister Sonia grief raves are a very oh sorry grief raves Ugh. grief raves are a way to come together without necessarily being expected to talk says annie movement therapy is such a valuable opportunity for letting go they're doing a lot of silent discos now that if you've seen them in quite a lot of amazing yeah, places like these churches dancing, no not necessarily because no one really cares and what's weird you stick people your headphones on looking. you what people are looking as in it's mm, a public space yeah but you put your I, I, I mean, I'm of the opinion that if you're done, I mean, well, yeah, I've but been we to both these, like dancing. No, I'm no, just no. trying to support those who actually well, probably no. are a little bit self-conscious. But I genuinely, if you go to a silent disco, I know this sounds weird. Once you put the headphones in, you feel like you can't, you're not visible. I know that sounds bizarre. But like I, you got your headphones on now. Yeah. No, but you genuinely yeah. feel like you're safe. You feel like you're cocooned. And I went to one at Rewind Festival. And honestly, within half an hour, even the people that were quite shy in our group just didn't care. It was like you feel yeah. utterly cocooned and safe. So go and find out. And a lot of those silent discos are happening in amazing places like the cathedrals and churches and museums. So go check them out. I'll put a link on our Instagram page. Oh, yes. Yeah, so maybe we should go and check them out. Yes. Should we do that? Yes. And then we report should. back? Yeah, we will do that. Bit we'll of go, a field trip. Should we, should we go and do a silent disco? <laughs> they did, one at, Oxford, do, they did one at Oxford Town Hall. They do them, like I said, they do them in museums. They do them in cathedrals. Oh, yeah, it'd be fun to do one at the... Um, I think they, I'm pretty sure they That'd did one. That'd be really at, cool. Rave think, with the dinosaurs. I think they did one at Canterbury Cathedral as well, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, maybe we should go and check out one of the silent discos. Yeah. I mean, if I keep saying it, the mic is a free ticket. You know, fingers crossed. Well, okay, tag and harass. So, um, do we want one more, or are we happy with two? I think we're happy with two. Are we happy with two? Because we still have two more segments, people, which yes, I know you've all been yeah, missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got like so, five um, minutes left. We have our uh, third segment fourth segment i don't know which is did you know did you know did you know did you know the eiffel tower can mean 15 centimeters taller during the summer when the iron heats up the particular gain kinetic energy and <laughs> let me reread that <laughs> take <laughs> it's two in small print so did you know the Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimetres taller during the summer. When the iron heats up the particles, they gain... She has a bit of a typo in this one, I think. They gain kinetic energy and take up more space. There you go. Now, that is interesting, oh. but it's not as good as my did you know. Hey, where did your did you look? Here we go. Did you know? It Thanks is so. impossible for most people to lick their own el- elbow. We're going to say arsehogs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put that in now. Did you know? Yes, you can. It's beautiful. Did you know? <laughs> I like cats. You do it all the time. They do, actually. You're right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so yeah. she's not doing it now. No, yeah. no. Did you know? A crocodile cannot stick its tongue out. 
Which is I've quite, really never great asked a Does but he even have a tongue? Well, well, I assume so if they can't stick it out. Well, that could be the reason why they can't. Imagine if someone saw one doing it. Did you know? That wearing headphones for just an hour uh-oh, could increase the bacteria in your ear by 700 times. Ooh. Ooh, now I slightly wonder about that. I had a job where I had headphones on most of the time. And I got, that's where I got my really bad Do you reckon they thing. mean in-ear headphones or on-ear headphones? Because I, I reckon know. on-ear headphones is not as bad as in-ear. You're just shoving dirt yeah. in your ear. This one's pretty revolting. Did you know? In the course of an average lifetime while sleeping, you might eat around, or prepare yourself, people. Spiders. 70 assorted insects and 10 spiders or more. That's no. horrible. That's truly awful. I'm going to sellotape my mouth closed. And my Stop nose. snoring. So in fact, I'm going to sellotape every orifice closed. <laughs> Just in case something crawls up it. Did you know? Some lipsticks contain fish flakes. Scales. Why? Scales. Why? Flakes. Flakes. Fish flakes. Um, Did you know? Cat urine glows under a black light. Have you tried? Yep. You no. have? Nope. Did you know? Rubber bands last longer when refrigerated. Try it. You won't. You will. <laughs> Did you know? There is a toilet museum. Oh, my brother would love to is go there. It? It's in New Delhi. Museum of Toilets. Do you reckon someone's accidentally gone into the toilet and it's the actually an exhibition? The evolution of toilets. Oi. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You even get to sit on one from Austria that's shaped like an uh, a lion. Miss Izzy. What? Do you reckon someone's gone to an actual toilet at the toilet museum and it was actually an exhibit? And then a little poopy. Because I've noticed at Ikea they have to put... <laughs> this is really unpleasant. Ikea, B&Q, other shops are available. And they put... They put plastic yeah. covers. That means somebody at some point has done a poo in Ikea in a fake toilet. Yeah, of course they do. I mean, I've sat in the bed and I pretended to cook <gasps> in the ovens. Our final section, which is our AI. AI? 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 Let's ask him, how can I be positive? How can I be positive? How can I be positive? Should I be positive better? Well, I've written how now. How can I be positive? Here we go. Being positive is a mindset. Oh, it's really long. Wow. He's given me... Wow, look at this. He's given me 10. I'm going to give you... Okay, choose number between 1 and 10. What? No, just just praise you. Choose number between 1 and 10. Oh, okay, 10. Okay, so yeah. one of his suggestions is positive affirmations. Use positive affirmations to challenge and replace negative self-talk Ooh, with more optimistic with thoughts. I've been trying to tell um, someone at work to do that because she is not giving to me that, but yeah, she, she's very quick to put the negative spin on something. Mm, I'm and a bit like lot that. of people are. I'm a bit like that. Yeah, but I think you that's are a too. British thing. I think change, that is a British change thing. Change the narrative. No, now can you actually ask the last question so yes. to do with our actual topic? Yes. Which is, is there such thing as toxic positivity? Is there such a thing? Well, I hope there is, because we've just spent the last 20 minutes <laughs> talking about it. Is there such a thing? Okay, what have you got to say about to- Well, no, you've asked a question, now I must ask you it. Started but I started, so I'll finish. Is there such a thing as toxic positivity? Toxic positivity is a term used to describe the behaviour of always maintaining a positive outlook and denying or avoiding negative emotions. While positivity is generally healthy, toxic positivity occurs when people invalidate or dismiss others' genuine feelings or struggles by insisting that they should just be positive. It can make individuals feel unheard and unsupported in times of difficulty. It is important to strike a balance between acknowledging and processing negative emotions and maintaining a positive attitude, supporting others through their challenges and allowing them to express their feelings, even if they're not positive, is often more helpful and empathetic. 
Amen. Uh, yeah, amen to that. So there we go. That was a quite a serious opening to season two. But we did promise you some silliness. And I imagine next week with a guest, we'll be giddy with excitement. <laughs> so we'll probably act like complete tits. So um, you'll get that side of us back again next week. If you want to follow us on Instagram, do so. Um, look for the Good Stuff podcast. Um, it's got all the underscores in there. You'll find us. Way too many. Uh, or go to, uh, or email us, hello at goodstuffpodcast.co.uk. It'll probably be the fourth email we've received, so thank you. One was from my sister, one, one was, was from, from my mum. <laughs> <laughs> and if you um, find us wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts, but also um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. So long as it's good. Yeah. Well, no. Even no, if no, it's no, bad. No, it's rubbish. Yeah, that's true, actually. Literally, Kev's trying to deal with this negativity yeah. thing. Yeah. Don't add to it. More more positivity. <laughs> Just don't be toxic about it. Um, so that's uh, that's everything. So that's all we have time for today. Share, rate and review us wherever you listen to us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join us next time for more good stuff. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you look hard enough, you'll always find the, the good, good stuff. stuff. This podcast was brought to you by us and Peach Pubs. Together, we always serve the good stuff.